Hello, everybody. Welcome to Daddy No, episode number 63, day number 456 of being a stay-at-home father. Now, let me clarify real quick because uh, I know Funny Man Comedy Works, which is uh, a page I do that Raul Sanchez, you probably guys know him, the comedian Raul Sanchez, he went viral on on the uh, page I started about seven years ago. Uh, I helped put out his record. So this is not his podcast, he does have a podcast called True Blood Podcast. Is it no? That's that's actually a HBO uh, show, not True Blood. Um, he has a podcast though. <laughs> he does it every once in a while. But we're we're gonna be putting MGB on here. Uh, that's a podcast that we do that he's on. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be great, man. This week has been nuts. It's been a crazy week thank you everybody for for watching this video for making it number one on itunes i've been pushing this we've been pushing this since april 18th and he got up to number two and then he fell off the charts and then this video went viral and he he went to number one he stayed at number one already for almost a week now so i'm i it, it's not happening to me but i'm so glad it's happening to him because that's almost feels like it's happening to me me and him started at the exact same time back in 2010 doing stand-up and uh, a little bit bitter that it's not me that blew up like he's blowing up, you know, and headlining Cap City and doing stuff. You can't help. You can't help because it's just like, why can't I? Well, Josh, because you didn't work as hard as he did. So uh, that's probably why, part of it. But I am, man, this week's been nuts. It's been nuts. I've been helping him. Uh, if you've never listened to this podcast, it's a podcast I do with my four-year-old son. But uh, he went to, to Houston. And I refuse to go to Houston because Spurs are playing the Rockets right now, and I am not stepping foot. And I'm just playing. All the Houston people are getting mad. I'm just playing. But I mean, we're from San Antonio, so I'm, I'm a Spurs fan. But uh, Raul will be in Houston, and I'm going with him. And a few, uh, one other dude or two other dudes are going to go with him as well. So I just, all the Houston people who are listening to this are like, yeah, uh, fuck you. How about that? So uh, this man, I'm. I don't know how else to say. It. I'm just. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for Raul and being number one on, on iTunes and the stuff that's coming up for him and the opportunities that he's getting now and that he's going to get from this. It's just, man, we're, we're, putting out, we're supposed to put out four records. Uh, there's just two other comics plus myself. So four comics in total, and we're each going to put out a record. Which we, so we have three more records left. So if you love stand-up, man, Funny Man Comedy Works, this is your page because you got three more albums coming out within the next year or two so that's a lot of comedy a lot of comedy for you guys and very it's a very it's all different it's all different uh types of comedy so i'm sure you guys will like it but again excited for that guy got a bunch of shows he's got a show coming up on i know i'm plugging another person he's got another he has another show coming up at senior ray uh, that's this coming up Wednesday. That's in McAllen, Texas. He'll be doing a show. I'm gonna be headlining that place June 21st. Everybody's like, "Yeah, we don't we don't give a crap about you, Josh. We don't care. We're not gonna go to that show." But when is Raul? Raul will be there on uh, I don't I forgot what day it is, but it's Wednesday. This Wednesday coming up of this week. Today's the what's today's date? The sixth. So was it Saturday? 
Sunday. I don't know I put out the podcast late. For the 30 people who have been listening every week for the past year, thank you. Appreciate that. But um, May 6th, uh, Saturday, yeah, I'm late. They know I'm late. I'm supposed to put it out like Wednesday, between Wednesday and Friday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm counting my fingers like an idiot. May 10th. May 10th at Simiare Theater. Go catch Raul Sanchez. And tour coming up and a DVD coming up for him. And I'm going to do the same thing for the other comics. Blair Thompson, uh, George Anthony, myself, Josh Kabata. We're... I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to put out we're gonna put out albums. And, uh, man, I'm just... It's nice. It's nice that this is finally... You don't understand the hard work that went behind all this. And I had to drag this dude. He wasn't going to put it out at first. He wasn't going to put out the album, right? And then, because he, he, he recorded it almost a year ago at Cap City Comedy Club in Austin. So he recorded that one, and uh, he's like, nah, he's, he's very, uh, I'll say it, insecure with his, with his shit. So he was like, nah, man. But a lot of great people are, you know? They're insecure with what they put. And he was just like, I don't know. I don't know if I should uh, put this out, right? And my friend George convinced him, hey, put it out. Because he was just like, you know, I'll just put it on YouTube, you know, that way. If somebody's like, hey, do you have an hour? He's like, yeah, here you go, and show it that way. And I'm so happy George convinced him not to do that. That would have been horrible if you just would have put it on YouTube for free. None of this would have happened. So he came to me. It took him three months, three months to to separate the tracks. I'm like, dude, I'd call him like at least once a week. Hey, give me the tracks. And what I mean by that is there's a video I took the audio off and then I split them up on tracks with him using GarageBand. That thing you hear, I used GarageBand for it to master it. So um, I cut them into the 14 tracks finally. I put it out. I put a little bit of uh, promo behind it, made some videos for him. The first one did all right. Two, 3,000 views were happy. The second one, we're ecstatic because it hit 10,000 views. We had never hit 10,000 views. We're like, oh, my God, 10,000 views. Yeah, we put 30 bucks behind it. But still, 10,000 views in our head, that was like, that's this is... It's almost viral. It's not. It's not even a drop on the bucket. Even the 3.5 million views he has right now in the grand scheme of things is a drop in the bucket. But for us, it is fucking amazing, dude. So, um, yeah, so I had to convince him to put that up. And then I was just like, dude, let's do one more. And he's just like, nah. I was like, dude, you need like, my idea was a Burt Kreischer story. You know what I mean? Like how Burt Kreischer has his Russian story. I'm sure you've seen it. It has like millions, like 30 million or 20 million views on it, right? And that helped me out. I was like, you need your story. And his story is true, and it's hilarious, and it's punched up. I was like, this is your story, man. And so uh, I, I edited it. I told him it was only going to be like two or three minutes. And then I put it on. I called him. I was like, hey, man, that, yeah, man, that thing is... Uh, that thing's going to be the whole grenade story. He's like, what? I was just like, it was your number one bot track on iTunes. Because you can see on iTunes which track is bought the most. And that one was bought the most. And so I was like, yeah. So I figured it's your best joke. And then we put it. I put it out on a Monday night, like at 5.30. And in the morning, it had like 13,000 views. And I was excited. I was like, dude. And I texted him. I was like, uh, we're about to go. You're about to go viral, son. That's what I texted him. And he looked at the 13,000 views and he's like, that's cool, it's 13,000 views. And we're hope me and him, I was just like, dude, it's possible. I think you can get, I think you get 100,000 views. I think you get 100, and imagine how much work you're going to get out of this. You can get a few spots in Texas. That was my thought process <laughs> behind it. And then it got 500,000 views the first day because of, thank you to the military. The military push each other. 
they what I mean by that is if somebody's doing something good, they help each other out. And it's a, I mean, it, it is a brotherhood. You know what I mean? And the fact that, I mean, it doesn't matter if they were Marines, Navy, Air Force. They all pushed his shit, even though he was Army and different from them. He still pushed. They still pushed it. So thank you to all the military for pushing Rolls album. Yes, this podcast today is mostly, but not about kids. Not about kids. The kids are gone today. They're not on on this podcast. For those who listen every week, but uh, yeah, so it's going to be a lot about Roll and 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 the stuff that went into this and everything, and 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 what's what's going to happen hopefully in the future for him. You understand, man? We've we've been like we've been doing comedy for seven years. And that's not a lot. In the grand scheme of, of I mean, Lucy K's been doing it 30 years, Seinfeld like 35 years. You know what I mean? They all been doing it a long ass time. Like we're in, we're still babies in it. I've said it before. Godfrey told me this and Seinfeld told him this. He goes, every year you do comedy, it's like one year of age. So if we've been doing comedy seven years, it's like we're seven years old mentally as far as doing stand-up you know what i mean now we're finally getting into the reasoning where you're you're never mind anyway the point is that we've been doing comedy we've been trying to do this man i started funny man comedy works in 2010 i've been trying to do this on my own for two years and then george and roll came in and we started off i don't know if you guys have seen it but there's a thing on there called lil garcon and we tried to put that out back in 2013, 2014 or something like that, and we tried to do a DVD and it, and it fell through. We all agreed because we filmed it and we all agreed we were like this this is horrible. We we cannot put any of this out ever. We can we put up a whole promo, but then we're like we can't. This is this is bad. We cannot put this out. Thank God we didn't put it out. And then uh yeah, and then fast forward 4 or 5 years to today and he put out his album has number 1 album, man. So whoo, excited uh, got a headache. I got a mean headache from looking at computer screens and helping him friend people and like and answer other people's uh, comments on the feed for Funny Man Comedy Works. Thank you from Funny Man Comedy Works. You don't understand. It took me seven years to get 350 likes on this page. <laughs> seven years to get that many likes. And then within a few days, I passed 10,000. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully you like the rest of the material that we put out because I know you'll like Raul, but the other stuff, it's not, and a lot of military like the page. It's not all going to be military stuff, although one of them, uh, George, is a veteran as well, but um, it's not going to be necessarily, necessarily all military humor, but that's why I said if you, if you love comedy, this is the page for you, but thank you, military, for, for joining. Definitely that. Um, probably more offensive stuff for some people because some people that liked it, oh, it was so funny, this this. This it was it was it was cute at the same time. This this older gentleman, man, he looked like on his profile picture he must be eighty. He messaged me and he was just like, "How do I like your page?" And I was just like, "Time out, you know how to message me, but you don't know how to like the page. It's the button that says like." So I messaged him. I was just like, "Just press the like button and you'll be able to like, or press the like button, you'll be able to like the page." And he was like, he takes me put back a thumbs up, and I was like, "All right, thing." And he liked the page. He might not like the other stuff that comes out because, uh, I mean, it is adult humor, but you know, everybody's everybody here is uh, big boys and girls and stuff. So, yeah. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you for liking the page and and pushing his to number one and everything. And yeah, you're gonna be hearing a lot of a, a lot more from him and us and touring and. And this is what I the, the, what I've dreamt of for a long time. Like I want San Antonio to also grow as a comedy scene because in Texas, Houston, 
Houston had uh, is a great comedy scene. I love Houston. Houston has a great. They're like, yeah, right. Hey, it's just my Spurs are playing the Rockets. Don't get mad at me. I can't. Okay, I can't help that. But what I'm saying is, no, Houston though. I just performed at the Improv back with Bobby Lee back in March. Name dropping. What a piece of crap, right? But I I, I performed with him and had a great time. It's fun. They have they had uh, the Outlaws. You know what I mean? Back with Bill Hicks and everybody. So they had their group. I don't know if Sam Kennison was part of the Outlaws. I'm not sure. But anyway, Bill Hicks and them and Sam Kennison and all the guys, Ron Shock, they, they had their scene. Austin right now is blown. They have uh, Moon Tower, and they love Raul, which is great because Raul lived there for two years. Usually they don't, they don't fuck with San Antonio dudes. Uh, but Raul moved there, and they loved him. They still love him, which thank you, uh, Cap City. Uh, thank you to uh, the, I think to manager Margie. Thank you for putting him up there, right? I keep thanking him like it's me. I know it's not me, but still, for my friend, Thank you. I appreciate it. Right. Dallas, Dallas with uh, Ibarra and Nick Guerra and, and a few other. Uh, well, actually, a lot of uh, uh, what I forgot the other guy's name, Var, Vargas, Varghese, Varghese. Anyway, Varghese, um, Aaron Arnport, all these guys blow from 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 Dallas. Raymond Orta in the Valley. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. It's a it's a Dallas Cowboy guy. A lot of it's in Spanish. Brenda La Vela. But I mean, he blew up in the valley. The only one that had it blown up. That's like a big city is San Antonio. San Antonio, I mean, Corpus has uh, Steve Trevino, you know? That guy, he, he had, he brought cops some buzz in Corpus. And we, I mean, <laughs> any San Antonio comics, like uh, Rick Gutierrez, whatever they hear this, like, forget you. Listen, there wasn't really a scene, a collective scene. And now it seems like some spotlight has finally been put, or maybe I'm just getting ahead of myself. Maybe that's not it. But it feels like the spark that could make that happen for us, actually have a scene. You know what I mean? Actually, I mean, we do, we have a Laugh Out Loud River Center Comedy Club and the Blind Tiger. But I'm saying as a bunch of dudes who left, or, or girl, women, or women, comics. I'm just saying comics in general. Don't get mad. So a bunch of comics, right, that go from San Antonio to L.A., or from San Antonio to New York, and create a buzz. And I feel like there's that opportunity. Or maybe I just got a big head and everybody's just like, shut up, dude. You had one viral video, and it wasn't even you. It was your friend. That's what my wife told me. My wife, I was just like, look, babe, look how many likes are on the page. And look, this is exciting. She's like, yeah, too bad you couldn't do it with your material. I was like, all right, thank you. Thank you for stabbing me in my side while I was trying to feel happy for my friend. He's like my brother, and you did this to me. But that's her way of keeping my ego down. So that's nice. That's thank you, sweetie. She listens to this podcast. Thank you, sweetie, for uh, keeping me in check. I appreciate that. Because, see, then I started having the rants and ideas that I just had now. Nice. I think most people who don't listen to this weekly have already tuned out. So uh, now I'll just talk to the 30 people who um, listen to it regularly. So last week or last podcast, I told you guys I started uh, that fasting thing. (laughs) That's not good for you. Intermediate fasting is not good for you. All right, whatever. We do way worse stuff. I've you know what I mean? Uh, I used to do a lot of Vicodin back when I had, uh, before I had my surgery, a little bit after I had my surgery too. So I put worse stuff in my body. I'm done worse stuff, but I'm trying this thing and, uh, it's been almost two weeks and lost seven pounds. So that's what happens when you don't eat, you lose weight. How crazy is that? Huh guys? Oh my God. I'm doing that one 16, eight where you do the 16 hours of not eating and then you you like binge your face for eight hours. But the thing is, you don't binge, all right? Don't binge. But the thing is, you're not as hungry. Like the first meal is usually my biggest meal, and I try to make that full of protein. 
I thought this was a comedy podcast. Shut up. It's my podcast. Daddy know I can say what I want when I want. The kids aren't here right now, so I could also cuss on this motherfucker. I love it. Anyway, so uh, they, um, yeah, I have multiple. I skip around a lot because I have a lot of voices in my head. I'm, I'm screwed up a little bit, a lot of bit. But um, I stopped eating, right? Or no, what did I was talking about? Oh, yeah, intermittent fasting. So <laughs> 16 hours and eight hours. And the first meal is usually the biggest, make it full of protein. So like, I'll, uh, I don't skip breakfast. I just push breakfast out later. So the first meal is like usually like bacon, eggs, low-sodium bacon. Uh, eggs, right? Um, if I do have waffles, they're usually like... Uh, or are they organic waffles or wheat waffles? Whatever they are. And I don't use syrup. I put... Uh, uh, this other sweetener, what kind of sweetener is it? Is it soggy waffle? You're gross. No, and that's not even sweet. It'd be salty. Anyway, people are like, what's soggy waffle? Don't Google it. Do not Google it. It's horrible. Anyways, from a movie I heard it. But we put agave, aguave, ag- uh, I don't know. It's some sweet stuff that I put on the waffles and it tastes delicious. And uh, yeah, so I have a lot. And then a, a piece of fruit as well and that would be the first meal and it's like a thousand calories the first meal and it and the one thing i'll say about this diet not not i mean the weight yes that's great that i lost seven pounds most of that's water i'd probably say like three or four pounds of that no maybe not three or four but a lot of it is water because my fingers aren't swollen anymore my back doesn't hurt as much anymore like every morning i woke up even though i had the surgery uh a few years back every morning i woke up i had to put an ice pack on my back and now lately, since I started this diet, I haven't been putting an ice pack on my back. Well, today I did because I drank last night. But most of the time, I don't put ice packs on my back anymore because I don't feel that inflammation. So it's helping me flush that stuff out. Plus, I'm, I think a little clearer now. So that's nice as well. I don't, maybe it's because, like, the first few days, it almost felt like I was drunk when I wasn't eating. And everybody's like, yeah, your, your body's shutting down. No, my body's not showing, shutting down. I was 223 pounds when I started this, I'm about six foot with shoes on. <laughs> five eleven and a half. That rounds up to six foot. All right. Before the back surgery, I was six foot. Anyway, so 223 pounds though. That's a that's a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight. So I went down to 216 now, and the goal is to get down to, I think 185 would be good for me. 185. 185. Just just lose this tire in front and these. Uh, my wife calls them butt cheeks. I have butt cheeks on my sides here. That's right. Yeah, that's what she calls them. She calls them extra butt cheeks. And then when we make love, she likes to grab them. I don't like that. It makes me feel like she does it. I think she does it when she really doesn't want to have sex. She'll grab them. And all her family that's listening to right now is like, gross, I don't want to hear this. No, listen to this, all right? She grabs my side butt cheeks because she likes it. No, (laughs) it's gross. It's so gross. I share too much with you people. Thank God all the people that realized this was not Raul's podcast already tuned out. So that's good, right? Hmm? Yes? All right. Thank you, other 30 people that listen, probably 15 now, because the other 15 were family, and they're like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear any of that. Good. Fine. Don't hear any of that. That's good. Oh, man. So um, how have you guys been? Good? There's a lot of news out there, and I've been in my own world here. We're all uh, just trying to maximize the potential of said video that, you know what I mean. I'm just trying trying to help him out. It, the way I described it to him, I was like, yeah, back to Raul. The way I described it to him, it was like uh, San Antonio is like quicksand for comedy. Like, 
you'll get stuck here. And once you get stuck here, you know, and no offense to the dudes who've been here 10, 15 years doing stand-up, but if you don't leave after a certain time, you're not going to leave. And this is your demographic, and this is what you'll do. And, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want to work from 9 to 5 and every once in a while get to feature or every once in a while get to headline a bar show and then MC still. Like, I, I don't want to do that. I'm already getting to the point where I'm MCing, which I still love MCing. You know, I get, to, I get more work. I get to meet people. But now I'm starting to meet features who have been doing it less time than me. And it's like, oh, wow, this, I need to get out of here. I need to, I need to do some stuff. And Rolls felt the same way as well. Um, but, um, yeah, the, the comedy scene here is a little bit like quicksand like that. And I told Rolls, like, dude, I felt like, I was. I saw you had the best chance of getting out, so I was like, "Hurry, roll, get on my shoulders and grab that branch up there and pull yourself out. I'll help you with my media skills or whatever business skills that I may have, and I'll help you with that. And your material will go viral. I know it will. Maybe my wife was right. I can't go viral with my my videos. Whatever. Anyway, so he did with his. But I was. I was like, but dude. You better not run away after you grab that branch and get out. You better help me and George and Blair and whoever else get the fuck out of He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to do any of that. I know that. And he doesn't need to do any of that. He already helped me enough with uh, letting me put out his record uh, on Funny Man Comedy Works and um, putting that video on Funny Man Comedy Works. So he, he, had, he doesn't know me. Know that. Roll, if you listen to this, which he won't. Roll, though, if you listen to this, you don't owe me shit. But, but if you live in that quicksand, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up jokes about you, like straight up ball face lies about you. Like, dude, this guy you didn't even know, man. This guy wasn't even in the military. It's not even gonna be jokes. It's just gonna be talk me talk shit about you. I'm just playing. That's not gonna happen. And this the funniest comment. That's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh my God, there were so many funny comments. I, I don't know why I I always focus on the negative, but I think. I think it's funny, I, and I think I think that just goes back to. Anyway, I'm not gonna get into that. Okay, but it's <laughs> funny. This one dude on YouTube said that it was a laugh track, and that the audience was CGI'd. I was like, get the fuck out of here! You. Th- <laughs> okay, fine. It's a laugh track. Whatever you think that that I. Okay, it's not. It's not a laugh track, right? Because everybody else is laughing. You put a crappy comic. And you put a laugh track, it's not going to make it funny. It's going to be like, oh, that guy's not funny. He's funny. It's a real, it's, I was going to say, it's a real laugh track. It's a real, it's a real audio. But the fact that he said that the audience was CGI'd, damn, man, we went that far. We CGI'd an audience. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense. That makes absolutely no sense to say we CGI'd an audience. Another guy, man, y'all jumped on him. Uh, or the people who, who watched the video jumped on this dude because he said, uh, you never jumped out of a plane and you ain't never seen no bullets. And a lot of the dudes, like even the dude that was in the joke, Rabadoo and a few other people hit up Raul confirming that that was true. The story, I mean, the story's based off truth. Of course, it's exaggerated because it's a joke. He's taking the funny out of it. But people actually like, I was there and it was a real thing and People died and stuff. And, of course, he's not going to talk about that. You know what I mean? He talked about whatever. whatever. That's, how, that's, what, that's what stand-ups do. We take the worst things in our lives, and we make it better and palpable for you to laugh at. That sounds so corny, but in a way, it's, it's true. And a lot of comics have said that. In almost every comedy documentary, I've heard that. That's the other thing I've been thinking about, doing a comedy documentary. That'd be fun of just recording the 
the um, the tour. You know what I mean? Just recording the tour for him and everything. Of course, I'll be on it because I don't want to be I don't want to be the camera guy on the tour. I don't want to be. Uh, or a few comics have told me, Cody and George, you, you don't know them anyway. But they tell, they're like, yeah, man, you should be like his manager. It's like, man, screw you, be his manager. What the hell do you mean, be his manager? I'm a comic, son. I don't want to be nobody's manager, all right? I'm helping my friend with whatever skills that I have in social media, which is not a lot because I've been doing this seven years and failing at it. It just, I told him, I was like, dude, it was like uh, hitting a home run blindfolded. It was complete fluke that it happened. I literally prayed that it would happen and that he would get number one and everything. I didn't pray like, oh, for me, Lord, help me. No, I was just like, dude, this, if, if, if any of us, if any of us make it, this dude deserves it the most because I was there. I mean, he won funny since South Texas in 2012. I won it five years later and we started at the same damn time. But he won it in 2012, and I remember being in the finals with him, being like, dude, it's either me or you. One of us is going to win this tonight. And he ended up winning it. And then he won Funnies in Texas the next year. And then he went to Montreal later, headline Cap City and everything. So if anybody, I was just like, I hope this is the dude that at least, you know what I mean, gets, gets out of here. At least something happens. I'm never going to quit. I know I'm never going to quit comedy. But right now, for something to happen, I think he has the best chance, and I hope it happens to him geez suck his dick a little bit am i right hey whatever i'm excited for a friend of mine okay and i'm gonna promote him because i've promoted him the past two three weeks even when he wasn't viral even when he wasn't even on the charts and i'm still gonna promote him two or three weeks later when he is doing that stuff all right i'm proud of this dude Enough about Raul. More about me and my family. Family's going good. They went to Houston. The only reason I didn't go to Houston, not because the Rockets thing, even though my whole family on that side. When, they, when the Spurs lost that uh, first game, all of them hit me. My father-in-law talking crap. He's like, yeah, you know, statistically, and it took him like three or four times to say, to say statistically. <laughs> Statistics, the, the numbers. <laughs> oh, he's a big bodybuilder, dude. He's going to kick my ass for saying that. Uh, don't, honey, don't let him hear this if you're listening to this. Don't let him hear this. But, um, yeah, they're, they're picking on me because they, 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 my, my brother-in-law, George, uh, he was picking on me. And then I responded back to him. I said, uh, well, you, uh, we'll win the next four games. We'll win the next four. Don't worry. We'll win the next four games. And they've done two. They've done two out of the four. All the Houston people listening right now are like, nah, fuck you, dude. We're not, we're not going to lose. And Hey, listen, we're in the zone. I know we lost Tony Parker, but we're in the zone right now, and we're going to continue this. We're going to continue this. But the reason I didn't go is because I got shows uh, yesterday. I had the Blind Tiger, and big up to Larry Garza. I don't know if you know him. He survived stage four cancer and did two shows last night. Not like he survived it, and then the next day. It was a year ago that he was diagnosed, and it's been a year that he's cancer-free now, or a year that it happened, and he's cancer-free now, and he had two shows. So big up to Larry Garza. Uh, go check him out at Comedia Go-Go. And so I did the midnight show there, and tonight uh, we're going to do uh, a run, uh, kind of like a practice run for the next album we're putting out for Funny Man Comedy Works, and that's Blair Thompson. Very funny dude. Uh, he just uh, he got married. He has uh, four stepchildren, so it's a lot about his, his kids and his stepchildren. I like the way he says it. His new album is going to be called Straight to the Pros. Why? Because he had no kids. He has no kids, and then he married his wife, and now he has four kids. And they range in age. Some are teenagers and older, and some are like little kids. So uh, it's going to be a great album. Uh, Funny Man Comedy is going to produce it tonight. We kind of do a dry run. There's a Canelo fight tonight, so 
they might push it back a little bit, but it's supposed to be at 9 o'clock tonight at Taco Haven. Yeah, that's right. It's at Taco Haven. It's San Antonio. What do you expect? That's what we do on comedy shows at Mexican restaurants. No, but we're going to be doing another taping, the actual taping, and that's going to be at the Improv Comedy Club downtown here in San Antonio, Texas. So we'll make sure to put that out when we record, and we'll put out the other recordings as well when George Anthony Garza does it and when myself, Josh Cabasa, when we do it as well. Uh, and hopefully, you know, even if we don't get viral like we're all, hopefully we can get something out of it because, like I said, we love doing stand-up. I couldn't imagine not doing None of us could. None of us could. And we all came up about the same time. Blair, maybe a year or two before us. George came in about a, a little less than a year after us. But we all kind of like came up and love comedy together. Like the one thing I never want to hear, and I've said this before, is, hey, remember when you used to do stand-up? Remember that? You remember when you used to say horrible stuff into a microphone and we have a recorder on YouTube and now you work and you sell insurance or you work at a car dealership or blah, blah, blah. Remember that? And then all you're going to hear is, because I'm going to blow my brains out. I couldn't, I can't hear that. It's more embarrassing than, remember when you used to have your band? Like, because at least that's, you know, it's not as embarrassing because whatever material you're putting out now, 20 years from now, you're going to look at it and be like, oh my God, what the hell was I thinking? Not all of it. Not all of it. Just hacks like myself. I'm not a hack. I'm just joking. But um, everybody's like, you sound like a hack. You definitely sound like a hack. Well, whatever person saying that, that I can't hear right now, that I'm making up in my mind, whatever. How about that? That's my comeback. Whatever person in my mind. Like I said, I have multiple voices in my head. So even though this podcast is just me, it's kind of like a lot of people. So that's, uh, that's funny, I guess. Or not funny. Just sad. Whatever. Episode 63. Day number 456 of being a state on father. Go get I'm Funny or This on iTunes and Google Play and Amazon by Raul Sanchez, number one on iTunes right now, going viral, his video Grenade, uh, an Iraq story, um, hopefully you'll see him on Ellen or Jimmy Fallon or something like that soon, that'd be cool as hell, man, but thank you guys for listening to today's podcast uh, you, we have this podcast every week, make sure uh, you, we're going to have MGB podcast, check that out uh, Raul's podcast, which I'll post on here when he puts a new one out Thank you guys, everybody, for listening, supporting Funny Man Comedy Works. We appreciate it, for real, from the bottom of our hearts, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, hopefully this is the spark that keeps us going. You know what I mean? All right, deuce. Bumpos, but any old, but it is on the big red. Bumpos, but any old, but it is on the big red. Bumpos.